This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Beth Deer and Grant Hardy will be joining us in Toronto along with you folks, GTA folks. Once again, I'll just go over that information quickly pertaining our special live taping on the 27th of November at the Great Hall. This will be at 3 p.m. Eastern time that will be starting the, the, I can't say festivities, folks. It's work! Well, I mean, if you're somebody who sits there, gathers up some of the prizes, and you're lucky enough to win one of those Apple gift cards or the Tim Hortons cards... You know, it's a walk in the park kind of day. Uh, so remember, please send in and, and ask your questions and hold your spot so you can be one of the 50 uh, audience members that we're looking for. Info at AMI.ca, space is limited. And um, folks, again, you must be there to actually get one of those prizes. So we want you there and want you to settle on back. As I mentioned, Grant and Beth will be there joining us, our whole team, and we'll kick off a show. We've got some music, entertainment, as well as great conversation and a couple of guests that uh, are going to slide in to join us for the program. Kelly McDonald here today, Grant Hardy over there. It's going to be really fun. And when we say space is filling up, it really is. I think we've got it quite is. a lot of those seats filled up already. All right. It is the second Wednesday of the month, which means we are checking in to talk all things business with Kevin Shaw. Do you have questions about how to turn your business dreams into reality? Join me, Kevin Shaw, a recovering entrepreneur, for answers to your questions and much more, right here on Kelly and Ramia. Kevin, great to chat with you today. And today we're continuing our series on business etiquette with a focus on digital etiquette in the workplace. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, as always. Uh, professional email communication. Can we touch on this and why it's so important? Yeah, I know a lot of people think that with all of these new methods of communicating, we've got the Slacks and the Skypes and the Teams and the, well, nobody uses Skype anymore. Um, you know, all of these new forms, social media, email has never gone away. And it is the sort of the foundation, sort of the building block of really good business communication. And it's so important that when you're in a work setting, when you're in a business setting, that you know how to write a clear, concise email so that you are putting your best foot forward. Um, obviously, you want to make sure that the subject line matches the email, that you know how to use email threads properly, when to use reply and reply all. I know that's a, <laughs> I know that's a big one that people <laughs> a tricky often one. get messed huh? up with. Um, but even, you know, even things like, uh, uh, you know, writing in all caps, like that's considered a no-no in, in most work settings because writing in all caps is like you're shouting everything mm -hmm. uh, and you don't want to do that to your to your colleagues or or your boss. Yeah, I, th wow. I think it's <laughs> it's so easy to just fire off something that comes across as a bit snarky, you know, with maybe a couple all caps, it takes you like two seconds to write it and then fire it off. But we forget that like those work emails, they are saved, they're out there for like forever, so. That's right. Yeah, I worked in an environment where they said there's no such thing as a deleted email. 
because yes. even though it was deleted on your computer, mm-hmm. IT had it on their systems. And so if there was anything that ever happened in the future, they could always <laughs> go back and, you know, dig into the archives, as it were, and pull out something that you, you know, either sent and deleted or, you know, an email that you deleted like years ago. Grant and I were talking a while ago about uh, the program AMI This Week and some of the content that we've created over the years, Kev. And one of the things I remember them doing is sitting down with us and saying, okay, let's have the social media conversation, guys, because you need that online presence. So let's talk a little bit about that now, Kev. Yeah, uh, obviously today it's it's really easy to get onto social media, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Twitter. And, you know, we all kind of feel the need to spout off our opinions about things, or maybe we've got like a little side hustle that we're doing or, you know, just something that we find really interesting. I, I've got a friend who um, she photographs Playmobil toys on her Instagram channel, and that's all mm-hmm. she does. You know, and and that's kind of quirky and unique and and cool, um, but you've got to be careful in business settings where you are in a position, let's say, of of authority. Maybe you're in a management position. You're responsible for people, or you're the face of your company. You're doing some PR work, that kind of thing, and you've got your own, you know, Twitter, TikTok, or whatever. Y- you want to make sure that. <laughs> what you're doing on social media is not uh, uh, what we call a CLM or career limiting move. Um, and, and, uh, I love you know, it because sure it's so true. It. <laughs> beware. Yeah. Yep. Beware. Be wary of, of that. Um, you know, and, and we live in a, in a world, again, where once it's online, it never disappears because someone's got a backup of a backup of a backup. And even though you've deleted it, uh, you know, six times, some someone's always got a copy of it. So uh, you want to be as careful as posting on your personal social media as you are on your, um, you know, with with your work colleagues. The same things that you would you would post at work. And I know a lot of um, companies now they use uh, special kind of gated social media platforms. So Yammer is one of them. Um, that's just for work, and right. and so that's just your work colleagues, people in the company. You know, if you're doing something at work that you want your company to that you want your colleagues to know about, you can you can post it up there and and get likes and shares and so forth within within your company. But as for your Instagram and your TikTok and all of that stuff, you want to make sure that uh, you know you're not you're not posting anything on there that's too controversial. Because it does come back. Even we're talking your private, your hey, and again, I think Kevin. What we had, the biggest problem with the social media part of it is saying, okay, I represent my company over here doing this and that as a representative of the company, but on my own time, on my Saturday or whatever it might be, here's my X account. Why can't I say what I want to say over there? And again, we go back to the beware. And Yeah, I, I mean, cancel culture was such a, well, I shouldn't say was, but is such a big thing. Um, you know, it doesn't matter you know, what side of the political aisle you're on, whether you're, whether you're left or right or center, you know, up, down, doesn't matter. Um, You know, I I think you can engage in, uh, in, let's say, social debate without being nasty. Um, You know, the other thing to be mindful, too, is that when you're on your social media, um, 
that you're not, you know, like, hey, I've I've got 20 new friends at work and I'm going to, you know, harass them with my, uh, you know, my side project or my, um, you know, my blog or, you know, the, the creative stuff that I'm doing over here on TikTok. Um, you know, it's very clear to have those. Uh, it's very important to have those boundaries between work and between uh, what you're doing in the social space. And if people want to come and follow you, they can come and follow you. But I think it gets a little bit annoying when when you've got the, you know, the person that's sitting, uh, you know, five cubicles away from you and that you engage with once a week, mm-hmm. pestering you to say, hey, you know, follow follow me on TikTok, be my friend on Facebook. Um, you know, being a friend is very different than being a colleague. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with arguments, right? If we, we were taught a grant, if someone yeah. doesn't like something you said, you know, there's a certain realm that AMI has said to us, don't don't respond to that. If anyone has sure. to that marketing. Yeah. Yep. And I think <laughs> the other thing that I'm starting to realize is we we're living in a world talking about cancel culture, like you mentioned, which, you know, look, is is important sometimes if people, you know, really have have, have messed up. But I think one thing that like even I'm not really used to with my age group is that, you know, stuff that you said in high school, you know, just like silly little stuff that, you know, maybe turns out to be offensive. (laughs) You know, people, people can like surface that now using the algorithms, the tools, whatever. And like you said this in in 2008 and suddenly it's like game over. So it's like (laughs) your current, but also, also pruning maybe your past uh, you know, luckily I don't really have a lot of stuff on social media, but kind of, mm. kind of cleaning hygiene, you know, cleaning it up maybe wow. a little bit. Uh, I'm too old. Anything I said is still reverberating <laughs> through space until we can catch up to those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For sure. Do we wanna... And, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, especially now with cancel culture, I mean, you know, I think, I think we need to kind of cut people some slack and, and, you know, allow some forgiveness. Of course, we all did kind of boneheaded things when we were young. Um, you know, which person hasn't? And, uh, you know, so uh, yeah, no I'm one's alone. perfect as the saying goes. So, yeah. Yeah. Should, should we talk about LinkedIn and those ones? Because they're, they are the important yeah. ones too. Totally. And, and LinkedIn, obviously, you want to make sure that, um, you know, that you've got a profile on LinkedIn, but that you're also careful of how you use LinkedIn. So for example, I get requests from people to connect with me on LinkedIn all the time that I've never met. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, it gets a little bit, uh, it's a little gauche as they might say. Um, you want to make sure that if you are doing any kind of networking, any kind of social, social networking, that, um, you've, you've got a reason to connect with them, uh, that you've got, maybe that you've met them at a conference or something that you've shaken hands, that you've, uh, had mm. some kind of an interaction before you go and find them on, on social media and, you know, start, uh, you know, giving them sales pitch and, and that kind of thing. Kevin, one thing that so many of us are familiar with now is remote work. Can we dive yes. into some of that etiquette? Yeah, especially now, uh, you know, that we've gone through a couple of years where a lot of things have moved remote. Obviously, when you're in the office, there are certain rules of etiquette that uh, that you would follow there. But I think the same thing applies, you know, especially for for people in in the sight loss community. 
Um, we want to be mindful of the things that are on camera. If we're in a situation where we've got uh, our cameras on, we're in a Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that our mics are muted when we're not supposed to be talking. Uh, we want to make sure that whatever's behind us in, in the shot is not offensive, is not... Um, you know, you obviously don't want to be hanging out your underwear to dry behind you in your, you know, in your bedroom or whatever. Um, you know, nothing, nothing embarrassing. Um, you know, pay attention to the things that are behind you. Pay attention to, I don't know, maybe you've got some really gory movie poster or something that, uh, you know, might not be appropriate in a work setting. Um, and, and make sure that, (laughs) that, um, if you are in a meeting and and find out from your company as to, you know, I, I work for, for two organizations and one organization likes cameras on at meetings and one organization likes cameras off. So I'm very mindful of what's behind me and what I'm wearing and, you know, making sure that my face is clean and, you know, my hair is combed and all of that good stuff when I'm, when I'm on video. Sure. Yeah, very much yeah. so. It's, it's interesting too on the, Camera on, camera off, because, again, a lot of that is whoever that manager is, whoever is leading, a lot of it is the the personal preference. What about the instant messaging apps? Yeah, instant messaging is interesting, right? Because we're we're so used to it with texting. Um, You know, we've all received that text with, like, 50 emojis in it. And we're just like, you know, especially for people like myself who are screen reader users, and we've got to hear, you know, voiceover say all 50 emojis. Um, it's, you know, definitely don't do that in a work setting where you're using th- uh, tools like Slack or Teams or Google Chat or Meet. Um, you want to make sure that that your communications, that you're, you're spelling things properly, you're not using short forms, um, you know, y- letter U, letter R, GR8 for you are great. You know, you don't want to be doing that. You want to make sure that you're writing things out in full sentences um, and making sure that you understand that uh, being on an instant messaging platform comes with a certain set of requirements and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're replying in a, in a very timely way, obviously, that you're not, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> this has happened to me a couple of times where you might be in the wrong window and you write a message and the message goes to the wrong person. Oh, oh you know, slap your forehead. Sorry, that message wasn't meant for you. You want to make sure that, um, you know, you're not writing things that are, that are too offensive in a, in a work setting, um, you know, using coarse language, that kind of thing. I, I wonder That's if not what room... happened to me, by the way. <laughs> I wonder if there's room though for maybe a little bit sort of lighter more chill informal messaging when you when you've worked somewhere for a while you know your colleagues well and you can kind of read the room yeah totally and and you've got that freedom on instant messaging but when you're meeting somebody let's say for the first time or you're interacting with your it department or management um obviously you don't want to be super casual and uh, you want to make sure that there's a little bit of formality around that until you've built up a rapport. Understood. Well, that's def- definitely going to have to look over my own style of communication because sometimes <laughs> I can be pretty formal. I like to use my emojis. Amazing. I, I'm blind and I still use my emojis and stuff because I just think it's a, a way of expressing myself. But a good yeah. good thought that especially meeting for someone for the first time, uh, take a little bit more time 
maybe be a little bit more formal. We're pretty tight for time here, but Kevin, thank you so much for joining us to chat a little bit about, about business. No problem, my pleasure. Kevin joins us every month at this time to chat. Let's see if I can get it out this time about business. <laughs> so you remember that social media talk that I was referring to? Uh, you could you could tell a story about me where, remember we had our training session about teams. I'm Mr. Tech Guy. I always mute my mic at the right time. But this one time I went on an unsolicited rant about teams, which everybody heard. So good job, Grant. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. <laughs> oh, my good heavens. Yes, yes. Now that you mention it. Oh, my good heavens, Grant. The uncensored side of Grant Hardy. Uh, coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, we step aside for a few moments. And when we wrap up the show, we talk about what's coming up on the next edition of Now with Dave Brown. Grant will have that for us. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll tell you what's coming up on our show. And of course, have our closing moment. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.